0: Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and joining me today, I have a burlesque performer. Uh, She's with the Brew City Bombshells. Uh, She also um, is a producer for Thigh Dive, uh, the burlesque show that occurs at High Dive every month, or at least when it it did once shows were a thing. but uh, I'm excited to talk to her about her passions, her artistry, and what she does what She does. Thank you very much for joining me today. v Valentine. Hey <laughs> How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. All things considered. I'm doing okay.
0: <laughs> good. what uh what'd you do today?
1: Today, um, you know. Not uh, not a super exciting day in my world. I you know got up super early and got my kid doing like the the virtual learning thing. Um, you know, I took care of my animals. I've got two cats and a dog. Oh, it's my dog's adoptiversary today, so that's kind of a big deal.
0: God, uh, amazing! Uh, congrats. <laughs> um, that's exciting. Are you going to uh, celebrate?
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> He's got a grooming grooming appointment today, so he's going to go get his little spa day, and then um, I'm going to, you know, like, let him pick out whatever treats he wants from the pet store, yeah. and um, I don't know, I'm going to make him something special for dinner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what a good boy, you know? So gets to pick, and he gets to pick his own treats? Like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good, good mama. should. <laughs> Um, how's, uh, how's the virtual learning going with, um, your actual kid?
1: Yeah, it's, (laughs) it's good. He's good. Um, you know, I think that kids are a lot more adaptable, um, than adults are, you know? And I think part of it is that, like, they, they kind of don't have that much autonomy to begin with, you know? I mean, so to them, if you're just like, oh, yeah, like, you have to do do this for safety, they're like, okay, because they're kind of used to, like, you know, that's the way things are, and they kind of roll with it, where as, like, adults are just, like, nobody tells me what to do, you know?
0: (laughs) I mean, I bet, like, if I was a kid during COVID, I'd treat it like such a vacation, like, (laughs) I'd feel so, like, in my own element if, like, I didn't have to, like, you know, if I could just stay home for school, like, I imagine that's just a, a lot of kids are just thriving in that right now
1: yeah you know I did um you know I, I think that they do have live instruction so I should I should start by saying that is that it's weird because it's like you know he's like tuned in and I can like hear his like teacher talking and like you know talking to the other kids and stuff and like it's it's I mean I guess like how we're you know what we're doing right now I mean it's as much face-to-face interaction as a lot of people can manage at the moment. Um but yeah I mean I learned that he like on the days that he doesn't have live instruction he's a really good like self-starter he's good with his time management and I mean those are skills that I mean in a school day everything is so portioned out for like you know what you know what time you're doing what for how long um that I think that could be restrictive for some kids too you know I mean he's he's kind of one of these kids who like gets done with stuff early and is like talking to the person next to him and then I get a phone call home but it's like But he did the
0: thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, that's part of it is, like, how school is such a, like, um, because it's just, like, a such a, you know, obviously, you're there to learn, but you're also there to socialize and, uh, you know, build positive relationships with your peers. And, I mean, that was the the whole um, foundation of, like, recess and playtime. And so... I mean, there isn't really any concept of that right now because it's all virtual, right?
1: Right. Well, I mean, so a lot of districts are going back in person. Um, his district does have the option to do that. I, personally, I'm just not ready to send him back five days a week with everybody there. I just, I'm just not ready for that. And, and I'm fortunate enough. I'm lucky enough that like childcare is an issue for me. I, you know, his his dad works from home. I can make my schedule like, you know, it's, it's somewhat flexible as a hairstylist. So you know, I, I'm I'm privileged in that way that I, I can kind of sit back and be like, oh, let's see how this thing plays out for like a little bit first. Like I'm just not, I'm just not ready. I'm not there yet, you know. But yeah. the are going in person, man, like they're not doing like recess. They're not doing gym class. They're not, they're not doing any, it's not like just going back anyway. You know, it's not yeah like normal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. nothing's, nothing's normal.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be, yeah. I feel like that would just like, that was just always what I, looked forward to as a kid I mean as most kids do like just an excuse to like be able to run around and play and laugh and just be able to like you know have an outlet to channel a lot of that you know built up energy Um, yeah without that I feel like yeah you know
1: and when I when I asked my son I was like you know our um like don't like aren't you gonna don't you want to see your friends I was like oh you know you're not coming back but like don't you want to see your friends and he was like yeah but not
0: at school yeah like yeah right
1: honestly completely fair like of course I want to see my friends I want to do it in like a classroom like yeah okay like word
0: (laughs) yeah totally
1: I want to see my school too I get it
0: (laughs) right yeah exactly like I mean part of it is just being in um sometimes bringing yourself there is just, like, the most dreadful part. Like, I mean, I I hated, like, you know, having to, like, get up super early and uh, have to, like, get all ready and shit, like, get dressed and have to, like, get from point A to point B at a certain time. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that part is, like, w- without that part, I'm sure, like, it's just – I feel like kids are able to like, you know, or anyone in a learning environment is just able to sort of just like take their time and still be comfortable. Yeah. Um, I also think it's kind of cool. So like, I'm, I'm experiencing this from doing the show over zoom also is like, it's kind of fun to seeing everybody's like rooms and houses from like the screen, you know, like instead of just it being, in just like a constant like commons, environment like you're seeing like what everyone's houses looks like I bet that's kind of like
1: not my house this is the basement of the salon
0: well right (laughs) yeah I mean I saw that and I'm like I'm like damn like are you like a stylist like out of home or some shit like but (laughs) that makes sense then yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah but that's kind of the fun part is like seeing everyone like what everyone's like interiors look like and what backdrop they choose you know yeah but um yeah I don't know it's it's definitely weird but I'm sure if I was a kid like I would have treated COVID like oh boy I get to stay home like that's what I've always wanted um yeah so anyway what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and uh, V Valentine, first time I believe I met you was I think it was because um you did like a, there was like a burlesque brunch at Company Brewing um like at the very beginning of this year um Check. and I met you in person at that point um and like I um I know some of the bombshells um like uh, Dora um mm-hmm. shout out to Dora. Um, and Reyna, yeah. yeah, shout out to Raina. Um Both of them have been on the show. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just remember you had like fiery red hair at the time. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah, I'm always somewhere, somewhere in the, the reds and oranges and yellows and things. I like any color that a sunflower could be is what I want on my head.
0: Oh, I like that. That's good. <laughs> you like just having like a really warm like fiery yeah.
1: aura yeah
0: <laughs> yeah hey, I dig that for sure um so um yeah I guess we can start with just kind of when um burlesque and performing like when that kind of uh all started with you well
1: um I mean I I started taking dance lessons when I was a, like a really little girl, as a lot of little girls do. You know, your parents put you in like, you know, the jazz tap ballet classes, yeah. stuff. Um, and that's something that I always I always really liked to continue to take. I mean, very casually, but continued to take dance classes throughout my life. I was um, I was on a dance team in high school. That was like my thing for a while, and um, uh, you know, I mean, I, I was I played piano and I did recitals and stuff as a little kid, so. Like doing things like in front of in front of people and on stage has always been like somewhat part of um, what I do, you know. I mean, I was totally like the ham of the family, you know, like at Christmas time. I'm like, I'm doing something. I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: uh, but then I started doing burlesque when I was 18, um, and um, my, my friend Candice moved here from St. Louis, and she had been in a burlesque troupe there.
0: You mean and as in candy coconuts?
1: Yes, the, 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 the very same. Um, <laughs> and she moved here from St. Louis, and she wanted to start a burlesque troupe here, and we had some friends in common, and um, we hadn't actually met in person yet, but we both kind of heard about each other when she first moved here, and she started to you know, wanted to start a burlesque troupe, our mutual friend Karen was like, oh, you know, I know a girl, she, you know, she does dance, and like, you know, you totally like her, like, you guys should, you guys would like vibe. So, um, you know, you should meet. And I was, um, I was at a, a bar. I was a little young. Um <laughs> I was, I was uh, putting something into the jukebox there. They had like one of the, like the CD one, like a, like not, not one of these newfangled internet ones. The year was 2008. So. Word.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At <the>
1: time. Um, <laughs> and she walks up to me and she goes, you know, I heard like, you know, I'm starting for burlesque troop. I heard you might be interested. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I talked to my mutual friends about this before I'm like, oh, I'm finally meeting this girl. And she goes like, well, can you shimmy? And I had like a plastic cup of beer in my hand and I like, put it in my teeth and like shimmyed at her. And she was like, you're in. And that was it.
0: <laughs> Shit. Damn. Wow. You passed the initiation.
1: I did. It was like pretty easy. I didn't slash any beer or anything. It was great. Um. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. that's it.
1: So um, that's what but, that's
0: called. The, that's the shimmy.
1: Shimmy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Like that. Yeah. I I don't know if I could honestly do that. I'm I'm very uncoordinated.
1: Anyone can shimmy. I've taught many, many classes and anyone anyone can shimmy.
0: Okay, um, I'll take you up on that then. You'll have to teach me how to shimmy. I
1: will, I will. I'll, I'll teach you how to twirl tassels too. It'll be great. Oh my God,
0: amazing. That's exactly what I need in my life, yes. <laughs> I, I really like kind of don't know how to dance like professionally at all and i've always kind of just like based my dance moves off of like because i love to dance but it's just i built off of the awkwardness and the uncoordination as anyone who doesn't know how to like actually dance and like keep rhythm
1: oh that's dance i mean that's the thing about 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 dance is that it's universal to like every every culture dances everywhere around the world everybody and it all looks very very different you know but it's all, everybody dances, because it's what your body wants to do. It's a joyful movement. It goes with your heartbeat. It's, you know, it's innate.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, how did it keep going from there?
1: Um, let's see. So I was in that troupe um, with um, a couple other girls called the Alley Cat Review. And that troupe was around for, oh, maybe like a year or two, not a super long time. Um, Candace ended up marrying a Canadian man and moving to Canada for a while. And that's mm. a whole... Thing. So um, after she moved, um, the girls and I, we wanted to continue, I shouldn't say girls, the, the women, the people, all of us, us performers, <laughs> um, yeah. wanted to uh, continue to perform. So we started the Bruce City Bombshells and um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, how long uh, has it been going at this point?
1: City Bombshells have been around for it was uh 11 11 years this summer.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah that's well congrats on uh keeping it uh keeping it strong for so long that's super cool.
1: Thanks yeah I mean we have um like you know we have some of our, our original I mean there's a couple of us that are like our original original bombshells and um you know, I mean, I think that says something that, you know, we all, we all want to stick together, you know, Cause it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. I mean, it's not easy to be in a relationship with anybody for 11 years, <laughs> but to be in like, have a working relationship and a friendship and, um, and like a real bond, a real family bond with so many people. There's 13 of us now for, for so long is like, it's, you know, it's a lot of personalities and we're all, you know, we're all, you know, kind of dramatic, like we're all, you know, <laughs> Yeah. So, um, but no, but very, I mean, but, but very, very chill, very agreeable. I'm very, very lucky that we all, we all found each other and we all um, meld so well. Cause it's, you know, I mean, bands that have like four dudes in them break up over all kinds of stuff all the time. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't say <laughs> that's, that is valid. Um, yeah. um, what were your like first events as a troupe?
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. So, I mean, as, um, you know, as, as the bombshells, we already kind of had, um, like an established footing. Um, we kind of had some like clubs and some bars and stuff that we were performing at. Um, so I, a lot of which aren't even around anymore. <laughs> honestly, um, we've, we've, outlasted a lot of, a lot of our, our venues. <laughs> um, but I mean, when I first started doing for burles- we were performing anywhere that we could, you know? I mean, a lot of things like, uh, a lot of events, like a lot of things like um, like car shows or um, tattoo conventions. I did a lot of tattoo conventions when I first started. Um, uh, and, and shows, tuning shows with, um, with bands. We did a lot of that, especially in Madison, there's a huge scene for that where we would, um, we would perform a set and have a band play. And then, you know, we'd do a set and kind of flip flop like that. Um, which is not as common anymore, but that used to be, like, our bread and butter for a minute there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, I could imagine that being a real fucking good-ass time, totally. It was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, was it kind of, like, where it's, like, a band plays, and then there's, like, a burlesque act, and then another band plays, sort of, like, switching off?
1: yeah 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 yeah. We'd, yeah we'd switch off like that so which worked out really well because like one band would take all their stuff off and the stage would be clear, you know and then you know instead of just having bands, you know so, sometimes it's chaotic between bands where they're like trying to get their shit off the stage and the next band's trying to set their stuff up and whatever. And so um, I don't know, I think it worked really well to have that kind of buffer and then have the stage clear when we were performing. Rums usually always stay, so you gotta just watch out for those. It's okay where oh, yeah. neither- they are.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've learned that in my own show booking, uh, culture of we of everyone just trying to just share one drum set, uh, the yeah. whole night because it is so cumbersome. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> so how would you like kind of describe your act? Like, what's your whole thing? You like to do?
1: Oh, what's my whole thing that I like to do? Um, you know, I think I like to have like a real. Balance between like kind of classic and like rock and roll burlesque. Um, typically, I you know I, I do perform to to Joan Jed. I perform to the Rolling Stones. I do that kind of stuff. I also perform to like you know big band songs and like that kind of thing too. Um, I like to have a little you know I like to have like a little twister gimmick. Always you know often a play on words or a pun. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, I don't do a lot of, what I don't do is a lot of, like, comedy burlesque, um, which I think is great. I love watching comedy burlesque. I think it's hilarious and amazing and exactly what burlesque should be, because burlesque means, like, when you burlesque something, you're making fun of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but I think that I'm just too, like, goofy and awkward in real life that, like, when I'm on stage, that has to be, like, a character. And so, like, on stage, I'm like, aha, like, <laughs> <it's>, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. not I am in real life basically
0: (laughs) yeah yeah Um, well it's it's awesome when you get to you know when you uh use it to your advantage you know sure
1: yeah so yeah um I guess that's that's what I I would say you know
0: what was like uh the biggest crowd you've ever like performed in front of
1: oh um god it's hard to say um I did, I did the uh, the Fire and Ice Ball in Madison was really big. It was at um, like one of those less like huge theaters there with like, you know, three balconies for some reason, like when, you know, so, and and that was completely packed, standing room up to like the very large stage. And it was, I, I don't even know how many people were there, but there was, it was a lot. It was, it was a sea of people everywhere. Um, <laughs> and that was cool. Um, uh, what else? You know, I would say that, I did, it was a pretty large show when we did the, uh, we did a mam After Dark. I've done a couple mam After Darks and um, and they're all pretty well attended, but we did do one that was like, that was like packed. it was like shoulder to shoulder. And then they were also um, like live streaming it too. And so we had like a lot of people um, that were watching from home and um, you know, that was like, that was like with people at home and people there like, a, you know, probably a couple thousand, you know, I mean, it was, it was a lot, you know.
0: It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Kind of what you're saying where you just – you kind of build off of, like – I mean, as anyone really does, like, build off of their own awkwardness or nervousness or just, like, intimidation. I mean, it just – in a way, it can even just empower you. Like, the more people that are there, like, it can just make you feel that much better about what you're doing.
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think that there's something that happens when you – like cross onto the stage, you know what I mean? Like when, like when the like, I mean I've been doing this now for whatever twelve, twelve years, um, and uh, and I still get nervous. You know what I mean? I still get nervous. Like as like the MC is like you know starting to announce me, it's like I'm always like oh my god, stop building me up so much. Like just say my name so I can get on stage. <laughs> I don't want to stand here anymore. But there is something that happens like where it's like fast heartbeat and then like. As soon as they say like V Valentine, it's like I can feel my heart slow down and like, you know. And then I think that it is it. I think that is that I'm, I'm somebody else then, you know, that I am I am my character then. I am doing something else, and it's really easy to separate myself from like, like the gawky kind of like awkward individual that I am in real life, and like put that like leave that off of the stage, and then like I am just V Valentine who like yeah. doesn't do this, who doesn't do that, who
0: never does that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. Um, where did uh V Valentine come from?
1: Um, so V Valentine um was, I mean my 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 name my my legal name is Valentina, and so I wanted something that was like close to that. Um, I've always like, liked alliteration, like hence like Bruce City Bombshells Burlesque. It's a lot of bees, <laughs> you know.
0: Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I knew I wanted something, you know, like VV, you know, and my um, it was actually right before my first show ever, uh, Lola Van Ella was up from, well, she's in New Orleans now, but she was in St. Louis at the time. And she was up, she was the MC of our, our first show as the Alley Cat Review, because she was a, a Alley Cat in St. Louis. And um, she was like, she was just like, well, what about V. Valentine? Because it's kind of like your legal name, but like. You know, it's different enough. I mean, at the time I was 18, I didn't really know what I was gonna do. I didn't know if I was gonna go, what profession I was gonna go into, if it would matter if I used my legal name. So I wanted something that was close, but not so close that like, you know, there's not like plausible deniability. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah.
1: So oh, like, I, you know, I could, it's like certainly not my boobs on the internet, that's be Valentine, somebody else entirely, you know? <laughs> uh,
0: I, I don't recall, I don't recall, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um, what? Uh, so, like, typically, like, what do you like wear during your um during your acts?
1: What do I wear during my ask- acts? Um, well, it, it really depends on the act, you know. I mean, I've done numbers where I'm wearing, you know, like huge plumage, big headdress, showgirl headdresses, you know, whatever. And I've also done shows where I. You know, I all I I'm holding my big ostrich feather fans, and I'm already in like pasties and you know whatever I'm wearing, you know g-string or or merkin or whatever, and and I don't take anything off, and I and I enter the stage like in a fairly nude state, you know, and then use my props to to reveal more and more. So I don't know that there's any standard, um, you know. Always always something on my nipples, but other than yeah. that,
0: okay? yeah. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Well, I guess in that case, then, like, do you make your own costumes?
1: Um, I do. Yeah, I do. And that's really typical of, of most burlesque performers because, like, I mean, there are people out there who make burlesque costumes, and they're incredible, but they are very, very, very expensive, very cost prohibitive. So it's just something that you figure out. And as somebody who, you know, I always kind of liked, like, um... Like altering my own clothing, I've always had like, um, you know, love for vintage clothing, for thrifting, for you know, altering things, for making things into other other things. Um, So it was really like um, really easy for me to do. You know, it really easy for me to kind of transition into making these really sparkly things. (laughs) It's super fun, you know. And yeah, I mean, I I spend just hours and hours just hand sequining. Like that's like the the less glamorous side that people don't see. Is that I get like hot glue gun burns on my arms and like. You know, (laughs) little like you know, calluses on my fingers from sewing and you know stuff like that. So,
0: but I enjoy it. I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of like the the editing uh, uh, portion of doing the show is like I have to like, you know, sit in front of the computer and constantly, yeah, know be annoyed by my own voice and uh, you know, (laughs) constantly go back and listen to things over and over until. I'm okay with how it sounds. So, yeah, that's the yeah. tedious part.
1: Going it together, too. You get it. It's yeah. all, all arts and crafts.
0: All right. Yeah. Sewing, even if it's just with a little, with the mouse key, you know?
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: That's my needle. <laughs> Still sewing. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so what was, um, uh, before the pandemic? Well, actually, I mean, I know people are doing things virtually, but what if, um what have the bombshells been up to now well
1: you know what i mean uh, some of us have been participating in like some of those like online like streaming kind of shows um i mean there's just it you know we, we just kind of talk we <laughs> um it was dora's birthday we had like a distance out yard outside like yard um fire kind of hangout um a couple days ago so we socialize we still like you know I mean in the ways that we can you know but um me personally performing has really been on hold for me uh I've been invited to do like uh like online shows um streaming shows and stuff but for me that takes away I, I can't do it you know and I, and I think that it's great that other people are doing it because I think it's really important to um, keep performing and keep live music and keep that that stuff you know in, in the forefront of people 's minds and to and to keep the ball rolling to not you know play, you know whatever <laughs> you know sit back on you know sit, you know sit back and and let that die but for me performing is so much about the energy exchange it 's so much about audience being there and it 's just i i can 't like get excited about you know putting on all my makeup putting on all my you know jewelry and all my costumes and doing all of that for for an empty room like i just i can't hype myself up that way and that's i mean maybe that's um i would say that it's a a strength and weakness of mine you know what i mean i think that it's important that that audience is is important you know but um but yeah it really limits me in that way that i just you know (laughs) it's just it's just not my thing i can't do it i need people. I'm like Tinkerbell,
0: you know, like, you know, if you don't clap, I die. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I hear you. I really hear you. I I mean, so I write for um, on the Milwaukee music scene, I write for breaking and entering. So like, I cover shows several times a week normally. Um, and I'm so I'm out at shows all the time. And like, it's a very like, um, emotional and present thing for me to do. And that's why like I haven't been able to like I know some bands or artists have been trying to do like the live streams and like do like the virtual thing but I just I can't get into it you know I can't I can't like you know I mean I'm happy that the that you know the artists are doing it that way and um you know people have been connecting with it in that capacity but personally like like you said like it's just it's very much about the 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 authentic like physical and in-person um energy that gets conjured by the live performance experience and uh i yeah i just don't want to um i don't want to ever diminish that so i'm i'm honestly just fine with um waiting until it's safe to just for shows to go back on or if there are shows like that are like done in like backyards that are safe and social distance then I you know I'd be comfortable doing that but yeah I can't watch through a computer screen I just can't do it
1: yeah yeah I you know I'm kind of right there with you you know and I have tuned into like some of my my friends like live you know like live stream like shows and stuff But I just like them as people. (laughs) It's like people who I'm friends with. Like I haven't like really tuned in anybody who like I don't know in real life. (laughs) I mean, I'm like like, craving like hearing my friends' voices and like you know whatever like hearing them you know talk to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. I did watch horror, horror, gasmo. I did watch most of that. Yeah. Yeah. I. So shout out all of those performers that night because that was fun. That was actually a really fun and uh, cool thing they did. But I also like had just been wanting to see like tune into more like burlesque and drag and that kind of stuff. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, I know that, that this is it. They're um, I mean, they're having in-person shows, um, but they are also streaming them as well. So it's kind of like you can kind of see them either way. You know, and I think that that, you know, uh, I'm not ready to, to perform in a bar right now. And I respect other people for doing so, and that's totally fine. That's their that's their choice to do that. I'm not ready to do that, but I like that when you're watching those, there there are people there watching it. You know what I mean? There's that that's it's one step closer to <laughs> to there yeah. being. I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah.
0: It's when like when pe-
1: perform like even when, like when I perform like my music has to be like loud because i don't like it when i can like hear my heels clicking on the stage you know and like that's just how i envision like performing to like an empty room cuz it's going to be like you know someone's going to be playing like the like cricket soundtrack or something like i'm just gonna
0: <laughs> yeah it'd be weird i mean it's kind of like people watching like baseball games right now and there's no one in the stands and-
1: weird and it's weird you know I mean I like again it's like the show must go on but like it's weird it's I'm sure it's weird for the players because it's weird for me to watch you know
0: <laughs> right yeah and I feel like the players are just so like you know they've just been so like you know conditionally stimulated as they're playing like as they're like you know up yeah. at or while they're out in the field or while like the pitcher is winding up like I'm sure that's just like you're so used to that stimulation and that just crowd oh, yeah. energy that yeah. something's missing from it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, okay. And then some, some sports have been like, like piping in the crowd noises, which is weird too, you know, cause it's yeah. like ghosts. It's like ghosts are watching this now.
0: Yeah. It's like the whole, um, like... I feel is very mean. <laughs> yeah. What? That's, that is, that is just extra. That's just too much there. Um, Yeah. That's kind of sounds like um, the whole like laugh track they do on like corny ass sitcoms, you know, I, I totally respect that, you know, you want to keep it to just an in-person thing. I mean, I felt that way forever about uh, doing Mr. Nice Guy. And that's why I took a break for so long. But then after a while I'm like, no, you know, I, I miss I need I need this for myself so yeah. I ended up doing all for zoom but luckily like the interface is it works yeah, pretty well
1: conversation like if we were doing this in person it would be a conversation between you and I you know what I mean it's like I think that it translates better that way yeah. because it, you know, it wouldn't be just you and I and it is just you and I you know
0: exactly yeah
1: like there's no missing element there besides like you know being able That's to right. like
0: like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I do kind I mean, I do miss like drinking with the guests, like in person. Cause, sure. but you know, at the same time, like I can always just drink what I want. The guests can drink what they want and yeah. it still works, you know? Yeah. Um, so then uh, tell me about Thigh Dive. How did that start?
1: Thigh Dive started because I was at High Dive on a Thursday and, um, Joe and Matt, um, bartending.
0: the platinum boys.
1: Yeah, two of my most favorite human beings on the entire planet. They both, uh, bartend on Thursdays. So I was there hanging out and I was like, this is really fun, but it would be so much more fun if there were boobs here.
0: Uh, <laughs> hey, you have a point. You do have a point.
1: Um, so yeah, I just kind of like, you know, wandered up to the bar and asked Joey if, You know, he'd be interested in having burlesque on some, you know, some of the Thursdays. And he was, he was all in. He was super into it. So, um, yeah. And okay. And it's third Thursday thigh dive because I'm a fan of alliteration. Once again, there it is coming in.
0: (laughs) Oh Yeah. Yeah. You can make a theme out of that. So that, that works. And thigh dive is very creative. Who came up with that? Um, well,
1: I was there with, um, uh, it was me, Jack and, um, and, and Ben who I was somebody who was not a, a different Ben who I was dating at the time. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I don't know, over a couple of cocktails, it just, uh, it just, it just happened.
0: <laughs> yeah. So how is the event kind of structured? Um, I know there's like several different acts that...
1: Yeah, so I do it a little bit differently than um, uh, most burlesque shows and and drag shows. And I mean, it's like pretty common to do kind of like um, what I call like talent show style. So it's, you know, MC, MC announces, act comes up. Okay, clap for them. Now next one. Like, you know, it's like, you know, announcing a lot of of single performances, sometimes duets. And um, I wanted it to be a little bit different because I wanted it to be more of a immersive, uh, integral part of the night. You know, I didn't want it to be like, this is a show, this is the show that's happening. I wanted people to be like hanging out and having fun. I wanted it to be more like a dance party. Um, that's why I've had, I've had, I've had a couple of, of DJs, like resident DJs and I've had a couple of guest DJs, um, but I want it to be more of like a party, you know, and that there's also burlesque at. So how we do it is we have the, the DJ's um, plays an hour set to begin with to kind of get everybody in the mood and then um the first performer's song is just played played by the dj like as if it's the next song that they are playing um and then then there's no introduction there's no you know it's just the next person goes to the stage and i i like that because it does it's performing just for the love of performing you know it's not about like your like you know your name or your whatever it's just you know yeah you're performing just to perform and um you know, and to, and to be
0: a, a part of,
1: of everybody's good, good, fun time out, you
0: know. <laughs> totally. I, you know, I'm actually embarrassed to say it, but I haven't actually been to a side dive because I, I used to work on Thursday nights and.
1: Sure, 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 sure.
0: I yeah. just never make it.
1: Yeah, no, that's totally, that's, I totally get that. Um, I think that we, we draw a lot of, like, service industry people, um, and also just, like, the weirdos of River West, like, hold no schedule, so, like.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, we, um, yeah, I mean, I'm one of them. I'm in River West, too, and I just kind of, like, it's nice living in River West, because it's, like, you know, a lot of us just have really irregular, like, erratic schedules. It's kind of just, like, yeah. you know, you show up to what you can. And, uh, and if you're not working that day, you, there's going to be at least like three events you can pick from to go to. Totally. And then, uh, yeah, it's kind of just like yeah. everyone just goes to what they can. So yeah. totally.
1: that, that's, that's one thing about, about side. that is, that is good too, is that like, um, is that it isn't like a, like a show that ru- has a runtime of one hour or two hours, like, like a typical burlesque show does. It goes the entire night. So, you know, if you can't make it, you know, right at like 10 when we start, that's fine because the last performer doesn't go on until like 1.30, you know?
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm just, you know, I, High Dive was my favorite River West bar. I know, uh, What's
1: going on with High Dive, man?
0: I, H, you know, just H, man. <laughs> I yeah I mean most of my friends would hang out there and I mean I would cover a lot of shows there um the shows there are very loud very loud
1: small space I think that that's part of it too is that it's just like it it's you know it's not hard to make that little room like fill with sound you know
0: yeah well I had to I had to get earplugs basically from doing going to high dive so much but, but yeah some of my favorite people in the neighborhood uh hang out there they work there um and uh I really hope that uh when all this you know blows over like not only we'll get high dive back but you know be great to see thigh dive again I hope it still happens
1: absolutely you know I mean we we would love for that to happen I you know we'll see I mean the thing is we just don't know you know I mean just like just like everything else in the world like time will tell you know we'll we'll see what what happens you know um yeah, I mean, but I, I love that bar too. I mean, I that's it's like the, for all the reasons that you said, and um, you know, I mean, I I used to go there when it was like River Horse, you know, um, and there it smells so much less like pee, but my friends are still there, so it's great.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw <laughs> oh, that Jason
1: Horse and like half of the urine smell.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that um Jason like finally took the urinal out that was broken for so long. Oh, that art installation? Yeah, yeah, the art installation. Yeah, it was finally um, removed. Um, sure. But um, yeah, i that's one buyer, you know, like, I will always patronize because I, I care yeah. about them a lot, so. Well, um, I guess the last question, would be is, uh, you know, um, like, how have you been doing just, you know, with the absence of, like, you know, live... Performances and burlesque events and stuff like that. I mean, like, obviously, imagine like it's been, you know, yeah. you had to find your own ways to navigate and everything. Like, how have you been doing that?
1: Um, so it's really um, made me uh, go back and like and like go like. Um, I guess I guess it's made me made me go back to a lot of things that I kind of set aside. Um, because I was on such a rigorous performing schedule, because I had the bombshells monthly shows, I had monthly thigh dive, and then I get booked for outside gigs between that too. You know, so I mean, there are there are months when I have you know a show every weekend, sometimes two on a weekend. You know, and um, because of that, you get really tunnel vision towards like, okay, I got to get this act ready for that show and this ready for that one and this you know, and you don't. Um, anyway, I guess all of this is to say that I started twisting balloon animals again. <laughs> Awesome. Because uh, when I was a little kid, my um, my babysitter was a party clown. So uh, she taught me how to twist balloon animals. She taught me how to juggle, um, that kind of you know clown stuff. And so I like when everything was shut down. I was like, you know, it was one of those late night purchases. I was like, I would like 500 balloons sent to my house. Like, <laughs> so I've been twisting balloon animals. I bought uh, new juggling props. I bought a new twirling baton. Um, all kinds of shit. I just bought all kinds of, (laughs) um, stuff that I just, um, and I think that that is what it is. It's I I have to keep developing skills. I have to keep doing things. Um, I'm right now I'm going through my 200 hour yoga teacher training. Um, I just, you know, something, you know, (laughs) I need something to look forward to and something to build on and whatever. And so that's, you know, that is one benefit to this is that it's given me the time to, um, the time and the energy to do things that i would have never made time for in the past you know and you know because i am a working mom I, and i have things that i do outside of performing it it really makes me um not able to focus on things that you know that i want to do or you know things that i'm like oh someday you know and like you know it's kind of like well if i have nothing else going on then someday has to be now or it's or it's never
0: <laughs> yeah I, I i feel you there i've been um in the same headspace like Cause you, yeah, you have no choice but to focus on other things, and it is that is kind of the silver lining is that you get to give attention to other things you normally forget about or just sort of put on the back burner, and um, yeah, like I, for example, for myself, like I got more involved in community organizing this year. Um, and that's something I would have always been like, Oh yeah, I'll do it one day. I'll do it one day. Like, Oh, I want to do it, but I just don't have time to, but I actually made time to do that because I'm not working. I'm not covering shows and I'm for a yeah. while. I wasn't doing Mr. Nice guy. So yeah. Um, well, great that uh, you're developing some new little, uh, skills, some little, um, uh, embellishments to your act. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I look forward to seeing um, seeing you on the other side. And uh, yeah, um, I think you're going about it in a truly like uh, understandable way. And like just waiting until okay. you can get the full experience again. And I respect that. So, well, thank you so much, V. Um, yeah. It's great to have been able, able to finally talk to you. I know. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And uh, yeah, uh, I guess my final questions as I ask everyone on the way out is uh, what keeps you up at night?
1: Oh, God, right now, so much, everything, absolutely everything. I, um, yeah, uh, how my friends are doing, how the world is doing, what kind of world I'm leaving for my son. (laughs) I'm leaving you on a super depressing note. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the same things that's keeping everybody up at night right now is just the uncertainty of, of, of everything. <laughs> uh, I hear you. What puts you to sleep, though? Um, I would say that I, I feel an, an immense amount of security with the amount of love that I have in my life. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have really wonderful, supportive friends. Um, my Certainly my burlesque troop, those girls are always there for me. Um, I have a great family. I have a great found family. I have a great, you know, um, I have a great birth family, but I also have a great birth family. And I think that I get, I, I get a lot of security
0: from that. Good. I'm, I'm glad that's important. Um, thank you for being on the show. I really Thanks appreciate it. Having- you're very welcome. So for everyone watching, uh, check out Brew City Bombshells and uh, their burlesque uh, shows and events, um, even though, you know, they're doing what they can to survive in this time. Um, we'll, uh, we'll keep watching what they do. And I'll we'll also uh, hope for uh, another thigh dive one day. Um, yeah, well, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, everybody. We'll see you next time.